This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio. Good afternoon and welcome. Smashing a car mirror with a baseball bat, beating a 74-year-old cyclist with a club, stabbing someone... These are details of violent incidents inspired by road rage, and road rage incidents happen more often in the summer. It can start with getting cut off or flipping the bird at another driver or even if the guy behind you decides that you're moving too slowly and then things get out of control. I'd like to hear from you. What are your experiences? Did anything happen on the long weekend? Do you have some strategies to avoid this? And uh, have you ever really been frightened by someone else? The numbers to call 416-360-0740, toll-free 1-866-740-4740. And right now, let's go to Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, of the Ontario Provincial Police Highway Safety Division. Sergeant Schmidt, hi. Uh, Good afternoon. Good afternoon. So uh, what have you been seeing about these types of incidents? Well, we get calls on these uh, road rage and uh, aggressive driving incidents all the time, throughout the day, morning and night, weekends uh, or not. It doesn't matter. And, And even myself, I was out driving on the uh, 401 to the 400 uh, just uh, two days ago. And uh, as I'm driving along, I see this car in the left lane, uh, just driving along, and a car right beside it, and the vehicle uh, immediately accelerated, cut in front of this vehicle, and then promptly slammed on the brakes. And we're on Highway 400, and he slowed down to about 40 kilometers per hour. I'm right beside him watching this. Uh, I turn on my lights, and I, I get them all stopped, and I'm trying to figure out what on earth is going on here. And uh, the driver in front claimed he'd been cut off by the driver behind him, and he just wanted to teach him a lesson. Well, that's exactly what we don't want to see, and uh, and we see that sadly all too often. Did you charge him? Yeah, he was charged uh, unnecessary slow driving, and uh, it's just one of those things where that is completely unacceptable. Wow. And uh, okay, so let's let's start with this. Uh, in according to your definition, what qualifies as road rage? Well, you know what? I guess that's a very uh, subjective uh, definition because there are so many behaviors that can look and, and uh, contribute to aggressive driving, road rage. Uh, so, from following too close, tailgating, cutting up people off, uh, weaving through lanes, uh, any type of uh, interaction between uh, two motorists where the driver is, is trying to get their point across to them in some sort of uh, manner that is inappropriate. And it really it can manifest itself in all sorts of conditions. But we see it all too often with drivers just either, like you said, uh, giving hand gestures to one another beside each other, uh, you know, floor, like accelerating in front of a vehicle to cut them off and to slow them down. Um, it's it just there, any inconsiderate driving 
is uh, is a precursor to uh, aggressive driving. And we need to realize that sharing the road is everyone's responsibility. And there's always two sides to the story. So I, I do believe that uh, in, in these situations, someone's not going to get upset just for the sake of getting upset. You've probably done something, maybe unbeknownst to you, but uh, just by the fact of not watching your mirrors, not signaling your lane change, sitting in the left lane, uh, and not moving over when someone's behind you, all contributes to these issues. So we're not all innocent in uh, in the fact when, when someone wants to prove some point to us. I, I think we've probably done something that has upset them in some way. Right, but that doesn't justify the behavior. Not at all. You're absolutely right. It does not justify it at all, but I think we can all do a, probably a little better in sharing the road and not getting so uh, wrapped up in our own agendas and our own schedules uh, and just being aware of where we are in the highway. Are we, are we allowing other cars to merge? Are we uh, working together to share the road? I know it's busy. There's congestion every day. We all need to get to our destination, and we always see people taking advantage of the, um, the situation. But uh, I think we all have to do a little better ourselves as well to, uh, to kind of cooperate with one another. I mean, one thing that, that I do if I realize I've done something not so great is I, I sort of put my hand up and say, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And that's great. You know, own it right away. Don't, you know, so many times, and it's funny, I've, I've done that when drivers have done really stupid things in front of me, even while I'm working in a police vehicle, and I drive <laughs> up beside them. And, and really, all I'm looking for is an acknowledgement that, yeah, I screwed up. Sorry about that. But they, they avoid eye contact, which in some, in some cases, that might be a good idea. <laughs> when, I, when, when I'm looking over them, all I want them to say is, like, listen, I saw what you did. I wish you would look over. Uh, they know it's a police car beside them, uh, but they will, they will avoid contact, uh, contact at all costs. And it leads me to, okay, well, then i got to stop you. Okay, well, they're thinking you won't see them if they avoid eye contact. Uh, what about when these things veer into real violence? Yeah, yeah and that is uh, something, like you said already in the news, that it happens too often, and people get assaulted, vehicles get damaged. I'm sure if you remember the, uh, that road rage incident caught on video a few weeks ago where a, tr- a pickup truck slammed into the side of another vehicle, uh, after some argument, obviously there was issues before that, but that is very aggressive and, and criminally negligent and dangerous driving activities. And we uh, actually did an investigation just uh, a few weeks ago with a, a few motorcycles that were traveling high rates of speed, aggressive driving through traffic, breaking every traffic law in the book. We had our aircraft overhead watching these uh, vehicles, and finally. Uh, we were able to uh, find out where they had stopped. Uh, we, did, we did not continue to pursue them, but the aircraft was following them. And when we got to a position where they were stopped, uh, officers closed in, and the one motorcyclist, upon seeing the officers approach, got on his motorcycle right away and tried to accelerate out of this gravel parking lot, lost control, and uh, you know, actually hit one of our vehicles. Anyways, he was arrested, and upon searching his, uh, his person, his body, uh, we found a weapon, uh, like a baton, in his vehicle that it would be used for all sorts of mischief and assault that, again, we don't want to see people, see people with weapons on them. And, and that is just another point to uh, highlight the fact that there are people out there that almost are looking for a fight or looking for a battle or looking to cause trouble, and we certainly don't want to see that. 
and uh, let's, let's do what we can not to contribute to it. And um, if you charge somebody, uh, is there a special charge if it happens uh, because of a road rage incident, or is it just what it would have been if it's assault or whatever? Yeah, there's no specific road rage offense uh, because it all falls under the Highway Traffic Act. Is what was your behavior? What were you doing? Was it was it an unsafe lane change? Was it careless driving? Was it dangerous driving? Was it criminal? Uh, and so that can all escalate to uh, whatever the behavior uh, encompasses. So you know, sometimes it might be a careless driving. Sometimes it's uh, you know unnecessary slow driving, uh, unsafe lane changes, uh, or, or stunt driving as well. If it looks like they're now trying to race one another and trying to beat each other to the next uh, traffic light to get into position, uh, driving on the shoulder. There's all kinds of offenses out there that uh, the officer could could lay, but. Again, we've seen these crashes and people getting hurt, and it is a huge, it's a huge cost to society and something that we shouldn't have in this day and age. Okay, um, a couple of, uh, of things, um, you know, it's really interesting yesterday coming back from up north, I mean, unsafe lane changes, it was really incredible, and there wasn't even traffic when we were on the road, but I mean, you know, literally there were a couple of times when People missed our vehicle by like an inch or something. Yeah, yeah. I, no I've signal, nothing. Uh, okay. Go ahead. No, no, that, you're absolutely right, and and that's uh, scary because you don't know what the drivers are going to do. We all uh, we're all driving to our abilities, and we want to make sure drivers are paying attention to their surroundings. So, using your mirrors before you make that lane change, uh, is it safe to do so? Because if someone's coming up at a much higher rate of speed than what you're traveling, you look over and you don't see a vehicle, you switch into that lane. Now you've essentially cut them off, although maybe you know they're the ones that are speeding as well. So there, there's two issues to the problem. But now now they got to slam on the brakes, avoid a collision, I guess. And and now they're frustrated because now they're, they're slowed down because of you. So they may want to turn that back into some sort of... Uh, uh, revenge or recourse onto you, and and that's what we don't want to see. So being aware of what's going on around you at all times is so important. I think we get lulled into uh, our driving cockpit, and we and sometimes uh, don't realize there's a whole world and life going on around us, and uh, we're just driving straight ahead, and, and we're not thinking about what's going on beside us or behind us. Um, before we uh, get to the phones, there's just one point I wanted to make because you talked about uh, an incident that we all saw on video. And that's another thing for people to keep in mind that, you know, chances are if you do something really bad, somebody's going to get that on their phone and it might end up going viral. Yeah, you know, and we see more and more people with dash cams now as well. So if you have a dash cam rolling, uh, that has been a fantastic evidence for us to be able to identify the driver, identify the vehicle, and see the behavior that was uh, complained about uh, in a moving picture. That just uh, really tells tells a story. It may not tell the whole story because something probably happened prior to the uh, the event as well, but it, it certainly shows what, what happened in front of you at that moment in time. And uh, dash cams uh, certainly have been a great asset us in, in proceeding with the charges against drivers. Okay, yeah, people out there, don't assume that you're going to be getting away with this. Uh, let's take a couple of calls. We've got Ron in Guelph. Hi, Ron. Hi, Libby. Um, welcome to Kerry Schmidt again. Um, I have I've been on the radio a while ago. I have 20 years experience driving a highway coach on the 401 in the 
400 series highways. And part of what he didn't mention was that uh, involving large vehicles, um, we used to call it bus phobia, truck driver would call it truck phobia, where people are in such a big hurry, they will cut in front of a truck. Now, I don't know what in God's name or creation somebody would think a truck is go- or a bus is going to be able to stop in that short a distance. And, um, and this is where a lot of the highway collisions are, where a lot of the problems are coming from in the highway is um, because of people who don't want a large vehicle in front of them, in which is he just mentioned about the dash cams. A lot of truck drivers now are using dash cams in self-defense. Um, yeah. Absolutely, and and the the discrepancy between large vehicles and small vehicles. So when we have motorcycles out in the road, like we do now through the summertime, and cars of all uh, shapes and sizes, and power and and speed and acceleration, and then we got the delivery trucks and the pickup trucks and the trucks hauling trailers, and then the transport truck big rigs with uh, full loads of steel and metal and whatever cargo they're carrying. Their stopping distances are going to be a lot longer. Their blind spots. Uh, are going to be larger, and even with mirrors, they need to be uh, careful where they are and what's going on around them, and they can't stop on a dime. So if you cut in front of a transport truck, you're putting yourself in huge jeopardy. And I've seen that, and and there's been uh, dash cam videos that we've uh, seen where a car pulls in front of a transport, slams on the brakes to to prove a point, only to get rear-ended. And uh, and uh, push forward, uh, mountain giantly. Okay, that's not a good idea. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Ron. Okay, Margaret in Kitchener. Hi, Margaret. Hi. Um, I'll try to make this as brief as I can. But I'm a very calm person. I'm non-aggressive. But this happened to me 15 years ago. I was making a left-hand turn, and when you make a left-hand turn, you're supposed to first hit the, the, the left lane, and then move over. Okay, this I did. But as I was moving over, somebody co- come around the bend, ripped in front of me, a bunch of young kids, and it scared me so much. And I think the brain has something in it that when you're scared like that, you you got to fight. So I, I, I couldn't take it. Just Anyways, I got in front of him, and I did that the other person did, slammed on the brakes to make him stop. I did this about five times, and then all of a sudden I, I came to, and I thought, what the hell am I doing, trying to kill myself? Exactly. So that's, that's what happens. You can be the calmest of persons, but when some idiot scares the living daylights out of you, your brain goes, goes into a different mode. Yeah, well, so we have the, the fight or flight like, response very often. Yeah, thanks, Margaret. Um, uh, you know, that's a, a good point that uh, it's kind of uh, you're not really sure what uh, what you're doing and you're scared. But uh, there are some ways to cope with this. And, and uh, one of them is really simple. I mean, just take a deep breath. That works for a lot of things. Right, Sergeant yeah. Schmidt? Absolutely. Just you know, relax. Yeah, take that breath. Count to 10. Uh, think about what is happening all around you. But the thing is, like you think about that last caller, she's still thinking about this over a decade later, 15 years later. We all have these memories where we feel we've been violated and, and it sits on us and, and it weighs on us. And somehow you've just got to 
shake it loose and, and move on and and don't let that continue to be in your in your mindset because then you were you're going to react the same way if it happens again and so get into your uh, into your happy place and if you're in a vehicle just uh, go along with the traffic and and be aware of your surroundings and, and don't let these small little uh, events that may, you may have contributed to because even the caller said yeah they they cut them off, or they got in front of these, these people, and all of a sudden uh, it was scary, and, and she was upset. And so now she wants to prove a point backwards. And so uh, there's always two sides to a story. So, um, But let's, let's try to understand. We're all coming from different perspectives in our world, and you know, maybe, uh, maybe there was a true emergency, but I don't know. But anyways, the, the rules of the road are there for everyone to, to share cooperatively and work together and get where we're going. Okay. Um- We've got a lot of uh, noise on this line, so uh, I'm going to wrap things up. Sergeant Kerry Schmidt, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.